With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to Slogging It with your host, John O'Gordon. Hope everybody's well. Uh, I'm going to come to Eugene some questions first this week because Robbo seems to always answer, get first bite of every cherry. So, Eugene, firstly, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, John. It's been a great week, great weekend. I watched England, well, actually watched New Zealand clutch defeat from the jaws of victory in the rugby. So I was mm. quite fortunate to go to Twickenham on Saturday. Saw the the draw of the of the game. Which was quite good. Yeah, been been keeping a close eye on close eyes. Probably the incorrect word. I've been keeping a small small interest on the Australia pumping England series. Yes, we will come on to that shortly. Robbo, how are you, my dear boy? Oh, good mate. I've been down in Plymouth for the wife's birthday, which was yes. a lovely trip. Happy birthday, Becky! Happy birthday, Becky! Eugene, Eugene's just really glad that I said Becky there because he has he wouldn't have had any idea what. Well, never mind, Eugene. I would, I'm said, glad you I would have Becky, said somebody but... else's name. <laughs> no, not, not she doesn't name. listen to this shit anyway, mate. So <laughs> thanks. She's not going to me saying it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lisa. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't been paying any attention to any cricket, other than the fact that I've seen David Warner come out today, which I, I know you're going to have an opinion on, Johnny, saying that he's not killed anyone. And he thinks a life ban is a bit over the top. What, what's it? The life ban on the captaincy thing? On, on a senior leadership role, I think mm. it was, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, let's start with that. I don't care, to be honest. Brilliant. I'm, I'm a little bit past hating David Warner. See, all of the hate that kind of heads its way towards David Warner from our house now all comes from Lisa. Lisa despises the bloke so much so that she harangued me for picking him in my fantasy team i don't I, yeah look you know if punishments are handed out 
according to crimes committed. The the if the ACB felt that that was the correct thing at the time, if they now want to change their mind, then eh, it's their decision, I guess. I I, I wouldn't. I, I don't really care enough to have a, a, a strong opinion on it. What do you guys think? I think it'll be good for Australia to pick him because then they might become shit. <laughs> right. Okay. You don't you don't have an opinion on whether it's right or wrong? I think he's done his time. You know, I'm 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 a classic not not forgive and forget, but forgive and learn and move on. You know, these things will and have created new policies and procedures so that, you know, things like that don't happen again. The same way as going back to Hansi Cronier days when he went through match fixing, you know, nowadays I think most cricketers go through more, you know, procedures and policies to make sure that this stuff doesn't happen. So there's been a, a learning curve from all of it for world cricket, not only Australian cricket. So, yeah, I think that a good thing has come of it. I think it's time to move on and, and let him do. If he, if he wants to have a crack at it, go for it. No, Eugene, you make it. You make a valid point, my friend. Robbo, what are your thoughts? I agree with you. Every, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone does things that they're not proud of, and in some in some situations, you get punished for that. And the punishment that he got given was more by the ECUCB. That's wrong. More by the ACB than it would have been had it been left to the ICC. The Australian board obviously made a point of uh, saying stuff about Steve Smith and him in particular. Obviously, Cameron Bancroft got kind of dragged along with it, which always seems strange for me. But yeah, if he's if he served his time and the Australian board decided that he's not going to be a captain, now is he really? I mean, That's what they were talking about, though, weren't they? Well, it, that would be the thing, though, for me. If they if they if they say it's about one, they've got to say it about both of them. And so he won't get picked as captain in front of Steve Smith. No, but I think I, I, I've always thought that Steve Smith will eventually become the red ball captain again. And I still if you look at how he's playing in white ball cricket at the minute, he's hitting them all right. So In, in the one-day stuff, but he's not really a T20 player. I think they were talking about Warner as a new T20 captain, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think you look at how, how they did in this tournament and everything else moving forward, I think they'll go for a younger person and if Pat Cummins doesn't want to carry on doing it for whatever reason, they've obviously announced him as a replacement for Finch, haven't they, in the kind of short term. If he's going to play all three formats and he's going to captain in two of them, he may as well captain a third. So, yeah, fair. I, I yeah, don't know. I think it's pretty much... He may, if he's going to be a vice-captain, they were talking about the thing I read the other day was saying they banned him from being a vice-captain. Well, how do you stop someone giving their opinion? I don't, I don't understand how you... So, <laughs> does Pat come in, sit there, and like warn David Warner away from him every time? No, no, you can't say anything. <laughs> no, I think it's it's more obviously taking the position. If anything was to happen to Pat Cummins, wasn't it? But yeah, yeah, fair, okay, yeah. I, look, people, I, I, you've got to believe in second chances and all that. Um, so yeah, we shall see. Talking of the talking of Steve Smith, did you see after he played that one cover drive, he walked up to I think it was David Warner and goes, "I'm back, baby." Did he? Oh, did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> what? I was like cringe. Oh, do you know what? It was a great shot though, and no. I think he went on to score a few runs. Yeah, don't, don't. Uh, yeah, not, not a fan. I, I don't, weirdly, I, I, I don't like him more than I don't like. I like him less than I like Warner. I don't know why. I've just had more of a thing about him being captain and you know obviously having a, a big part to play in it. So yeah, okay. The other thing that I forgot to mention about my week 
So today, Ed Chamberlain, the ITV horse racing kind of lead and presenter, who's a, a big cricketer. I've played against him a couple of times when we go down to the Goodwood uh, Festival of Racing with the tabs, and I played against Ed. So him and his, his son came up today to they drove all the way up from Hampshire, left at an ungodly hour to come and uh, collect some Woodstock stuff, which was fantastic. Put some nice photos out on the gram, as apparently the kids call it these days. And Ed is going to be joining us as our guest next week. So absolutely loves his cricket, mad about horse racing, knows just loads about it. So I just think, you know, obviously he's, he was at Sky Sports. Before we were talking about the World Cup, actually, he was actually on the ground as the reporter for Sky Sports when Russia and Qatar got announced as the two hosts of the World Cups on the day. So he's got some really interesting anecdotes about that. He's obviously interviewing Johnny Bairstow at the Lord's Tavern's Christmas Lunch on the 5th that we're going to along with our guests. So, yeah, really excited to have a chat with Ed next week. So very much looking forward to that. Mention the Tavs Christmas Lunch. If anybody is interested in tickets or tables, just get in touch with us. Info at Woodstock Cricket. No, info at sloggingit.co.uk. Sorry, fraudulent slip. But yeah, if you would like to come and join us, we've got one full table at the minute, but we can always get more tickets or tables should people require. It's an absolutely phenomenal day. So yes, please do get in touch. The other opportunity that we've got, now unfortunately we're going to be a terrible twosome here because the three ball isn't able to convene that evening. Wednesday the 14th of December, we have the opportunity to take people for dinner in the long room at Lord's. So there's this event run by the Middlesex region of the Lord's Tavern. It's called the Balloon Debate. If you've ever been to a sportsman's dinner and you've got after-dinner speakers, it's, it, it's similar but better. Basically, you have four speakers that speak for, I think, five or ten minutes each about their favourite ever sports person. One gets voted out, then it's down to three, and so on and so forth until you get a winner. The opportunity to have dinner in the long room is, is phenomenal. I've been lucky enough to do it a few times. I know Eugene has as well. Simon's, I'm sure, been to been to events there as well. It's just a magical place. And to be in there in the dark with, you know, just low-level lighting, amazing food that's created there at the, by the MCC. Sounds and very romantic. It, it, well, it is. Low-level lighting in the dark. Can we put some kind of, like, violin music on over this? <laughs> or, if, I mean, if I just go and have a quick shave, we could put some kind of, you know, German porn saxophone on there couldn't we but no i'm looking forward to being serenaded on the on the night by john <laughs> it, look it's a it's a brilliant brilliant event i'm you telling him no. <laughs> no i'm not sure r kelly's a great reference for anybody at this point in time he is a naughty, naughty boy. but we're just figuring out the best metric in order to of how we go about getting rid of these tickets so eugene and i will be there so we will have eight free spaces available on the table. Now people can either, if people want to join us, so the tickets are £130. What we're toying with the idea is of putting together like an official raffle. So all absolutely above board, all legit, all managed, not by us, but by a kind of separate computer system. So everybody knows it's 100% genuine, whereby we would, you know, and all of this money obviously goes to the tabs. £20 a ticket. So we will figure that out and then we will probably launch that over our social media channels in the next day or two. But if you are keen to take a ticket and, and pay you know, £130 because you definitely want one, then please do let us know. Again, info at sloganit.co.uk. Right. Back to cricket. Australia, England, one day is two, two down, one to play, other than David Milan. Woohoo! The rest of them. Are... duck? Well, all right. You got oh, which one? Oh, sorry, the 130 in the first innings. 
you're a shit bloke. <laughs> Three and a half oh, series. It was a lit- to figure it- that out. <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> Jono, it was hilarious. Your 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 message on the WhatsApp group was phenomenal. It was like David Malone's found some form, and then I opened it up after the second one day. <laughs> Nought. That, that that message didn't live very long, did it, Jono? Just cricket's no. a shit sport. You go from the highs of scoring an unbelievable ton and unfortunately losing to then scoring not and losing. What's, what, is nice, though, what is nice though is that now I can't pick Mitchell's side in a fancy t- start in a in a fancy side. He now decides that he knows where to fucking let go of it again. Cheers, Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. Was he, Rick? he was bowling. He's quite, he was he was quite well. a good cricketer. <laughs> he is good. He is still a good we yeah, I don't know. How did he get left out of the didn't find any form. Didn't bowl well at all in the in the. In he the did. No, he didn't. He bowled garbage. I thought he did. Well, luckily he would have got both all three of both the three of us out. He would have got both the three of us out. He, he bowls with his left arm, but he definitely yes. me out. I might as well kick the stumps on <laughs> Any hint of swing back in? Uh, like, anything like, that anything that bowls with a left arm, might as well yeah. just that'll do me. Isn't he left arm? Yeah. yeah. Oh, anything. I get it. Yeah. Sorry. That was it. That was his point, Eugene. I mean, we are recording this late tonight, so maybe that might explain a little bit as to why we're not on top form. And and we haven't been drinking. Well, speak for yourself. I'm on the finest at one six six fours from from France. Probably brewed in it's Birmingham. Monday. It's Monday. Didn't really drink over the weekend, mate. So I just thought I'd have a couple of cans tonight. Didn't you go to a presentation on Saturday night. Yes, yes, yes. Didn't really drink, though. Have you been to the Bassett Law presentation? Yes, before? I have. It's, it's, yeah. it's I mean, a you wonderful had, you event. Had, you either drink heavily president to of it, or you just admit that you're going to have four, three horrible hours and just kind of sit there and want to face plant your crumbling custard. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't really... I had a couple, but nothing, nothing too hectic. So, I haven't really been watching much of the cricket. I know David got 100, but I know we're 2-0 down. What happened in the second? Piggy Smith got a few, didn't he? And I think he's back quite well in both games, hasn't he? He's got 90-odd and 80-odd, I think. 80-odd and 90-odd. Yeah, not bad. Um, I'm back, baby. Hmm. I mean, That's what Eugene said to me. The ball before, his off stump hit the wicketkeeper in the face. Jonathan. Robert, do you think Jono is ever, ever going to not bring us up? I think I think that has been mentioned in approximately ninety eight percent of our episodes. <laughs> yeah, of course it has. I'm only disappointed I haven't been able to shoe it into all hundred percent. To be honest, well, that's because the only ones it wasn't you went on. Me and you just did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, in England. If I think it's an easy excuse to say they've not put a full side out. I did see something the other day of the team that they could that they haven't or is not available. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. It's quite good, or not available and not selected. So I was about to say, is it is it injured or rested? Which ones? Rested. More, I, well, a mix, I think. Yeah, I mean, like Joffre. Well, Johnny Bairstow's rested. <laughs> I think it was was it Bairstow, Hales, Butler, Stoke. No, Butler's playing. He didn't play the second game, did he? All right, but it was like Stokes, Bairstow, Archer, Wood, yeah. Copley. Uh, yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, but, but just I mean, it's a weird kind of thing to do. Imagine for half the lads who've been out in Australia, they've been on that seven-game tour of Pakistan. In at the start was that the start of August, middle of August. They've then 
to the World Cup in Australia, and I'm not saying Australia is a horrible place to go by any stretch of the imagination, but like, and then they've gone, oh yeah, we'll, we'll throw it. For me, it just shows that all people are bothered about, and they know that there's been COVID and people didn't tour and there's been, and boards have got to make the money. I, I don't know. It's just a, it's the, schedule, the schedule's fucked. Let's be honest. Like, I think uh, Mike Noe and Ali, didn't he, he referred to having to play that game. The first one day, four days after winning the World Cup final, he actually said it was horrible. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, it's an easy thing for people who don't play sport to say, like, that they, they, they shouldn't be saying things like that. And it's a privileged position to play cricket. And it is. Don't get me wrong, they are very privileged, but they train and play five days out of seven like any other normal job. But they're just doing it. I mean, Moe Nami, when you think about it, has been, been away on the other side of the planet now for the best part of three and a half months. Mm. Do you not think people are a little bit more appreciative now of... Because I think cricket cal- the cricket calendars and schedules get so much airtime now. I think people actually have, have kind of come off the bandwagon of Oh, you should be you, you're really privileged to do what you do. I, I think that people are a bit more understanding of that now. I just think it don't it doesn't get the press in the airtime they used to. Yeah, maybe not. Huge. I, I yeah, I'm of the other way, guys. I'm they're professional sportsmen. They get paid a lot of money to do this. It's it's I don't want to say it's no different to any other job because they do travel a lot more than any other job has. Well, I, in some instances, I guess. The one thing I will say though is that they do have their families traveling with them sometimes. So, you know, the excuse of we're traveling all the time, we're not seeing our families, their families get out with them. So from my perspective, it's it's there. I might be, you know, I've never been a professional sports and never will be, but Hold on, I would... Almost 50 for Namibia. Let's not forget that. How do you get Namibia and Botswana mixed up? Oh, all right. Yeah. It's, one of those no, it's one of those African countries right. that no one cares about. Again, probably... Didn't Namibia that. beat somebody in the World Cup? Botswana did not. All right. All right. I was not paid to do it, but uh, you know, I did did tour Zambia, which was amazing for two weeks. Were you not paid? Was it after they'd seen the footage of me removing your off stump? (laughs) I mean, sorry, Simon. I mean, come on. You should. That's funny. You should laugh at that. Oh well, that was a joke. Sorry, you have to let us know next time you tell him. But yeah, look, I still think I still think that the guys have a great lifestyle. They enjoy their job. I do think they work a little bit less than a normal person. Unpopular opinion, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. They don't do that. Do they train for eight hours a day in the gym? I don't know. Do they train eight hours on the field? I do know the cricket game can take that long. I get that part. But yeah, interested to know what other people think. Do you think? Do you think? You know, we we all go away on holiday, right? I'm, I'm, you know. <clears throat> and I'm not saying this in this is meant in the best possible way. Like obviously, I went away for an extended holiday at the end of the cricket season. After after three or four weeks, I'm thinking I just kind of like to be at home because even if you've got your family with you, I, I think there's nothing like just being in your own space, which is your house, which is where you you kind of you lay your foundations, and there's something nice about just being at home. Like these guys in hotel rooms and stuff. It's hard to spend that much time in a hotel room. Must be, has to be. I mean, we—I'm sure none of us yeah. have ever done it for that extended amount of time. Especially with what's gone off recently, and you look at 
COVID bubbles and mm. and things like that when you can't go out. I, I can imagine for like Harry Brook and and people like that, it's amazing. If you're 22, 23, whatever years old, then yeah, going around it is incredible. But if you're Ben Stokes, let's say 32, 33 years old, wife, kids, kids start going to school that perhaps can't come with you the amount of time that you, the other people can like we've seen pictures of Halsey out there with his missus and, and he's now done some of the Western Cape because he's staying on for the big bash stuff like that and and yeah I suppose in that situation you you learn to adapt but but for the, the people the people with families it, it's it's got to be as much as it you, you must think yeah it's, it's great we've all we've all been on tours We've all been on bits and bobs for a week, two weeks, whatever it might be. The longest one I've ever done was three and a half weeks. And yeah, it was, I was 24. I was a single lad. And and it was amazing to go out and do that. And you play and you train and you do everything else. The coaches that were with us, for example, with wife, kids at home. And as much as you, for these guys, especially, they're not, it's not just the stuff at the ground. There'll be adver- there'll be sponsors. There'll be all this other kind of advertising stuff that they've got to do that actually comes away from the cricket. And yes, it, it, it's an incredible position to be in. And I'm not saying it's not. And I tried to do it and got very close to doing it and whatever. But it, it's not. Someone once said to me as a professional cricketer, "Is your talent not your own yet?" And that is a really interesting yeah. way of looking yeah. at it because as soon as you get to the point where someone's paying you like at work if if you love what you do for a living but you disagree with the person that's paying you it, it, it's next to irrelevant you have to follow their procedures you have to follow what they want to do and it's the same with cricket yes in cricket there is a, probably a sport there's a bit more open dialogue but they won't agree with everything that someone asks them to do They'll have dinners and dignitary things that they have to go to and stuff. And and never, never mind that. I mean, yeah. stuff on the pitch. There'll be stuff on the pitch where, as a bowler, as a, as a batter, as a something, you will disagree with the way that the, the team's asked you to play or the role that you've been asked to be fulfilled with. Look at Brody when he first, for a while, became the enforcer. And that was a role that the England lad, the, the hierarchy at the time, wanted him to to do he didn't want to do that but he had to do that to to better the side and that's and that's an interesting kind of methodology i'm not saying they have hard lives saying it's different it's different times of stresses and strains and the fact that if you go out on an eye out in bristol and have a bit of a scrap you're in the paper for approximately four years everything anything and everyone unfortunately no images yet of Sam Curran fingering a koala. <laughs> I was about to bring that up. Now he's either done it. He's either been very clever doing it. I, I was actually on the, I was on the phone to his agent the other day, and I said, "I'll just so you know, <laughs> hopefully this doesn't come out because we're. I don't think the three of us are mystic men. But he's he's either he's either been like he's either spooked it, so he's just done it like brilliantly, and no one knows about it." Or he hasn't fingered a koala, or shoved a trophy up a kangaroo's ass. I think that was the other thing that you predicted, Robbo. Oh, shagging a kangaroo and shoving a trophy up his ass. Yeah. Right, perfect. Okay, well, yeah, none of the above yet. Has no bestiality. No, no, no. no. But uh, I was so close with my prediction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They obviously, it might probably paid a cameraman off. You know, we <laughs> won't talk about other things that may have been paid off in around the England. 
set up recently. But we may hear about them at the Christmas lunch. We never know. We'll see. Right. India versus New Zealand. There's a T20 series going on. Robbo informed me earlier. I don't know if you two have caught much of this. I've This has been completely off my radar. There's only been one game first one. so far. The first one got yeah. rained off. The second game, what we learned from that is that the person whose name I can't say, but Yadav. Um, Sorry, Kumar Yadav. That one. Just call him Sky. That's no, what all, I, that's, I don't that's know him. Do. That's all I these mates on Sky commentary who've never met him ever. I don't know him. I'm not going to call him Sky. He might hate it. Mr. Yadav. He's quite good. Robo, Robo, Mr. Yadav. I mean, you cover. Yeah, there's probably quite a few. I appreciate it. It's like when people call me Mr. Roberts, it has the same thing. No one actually knows who anyone's talking about. Yeah, the guy that bats at four for India that's averaging about nine million in T20 cricket is he's quite good. That's what we learned. He hit like a paddle sweep for twelve. Off. Oh, really? He was playing the most ridiculous shots. He bumped ramps. Did you see that one shot where it was sort of a Yorker length outside of off and he somehow managed to scoop it over third man for six? Yeah. The, the, the guy's ridiculous. Root Unbelievable. Fact. Summer, Sorry? Root did that in the summer, the old reverse ramp, didn't know, he? No, he did it. No, it that was like a length four, but it, 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 I didn't realise he's 32. Where? Wow. Wow. Where has he been? A lot of cricketers in India. Well, yeah, agreed. And but the guy is incredible. Yeah, they had an occasion that in the first, well, the only game they played it was actually the second one where in the nineteenth over of the first innings, Yadav got a hundred, and in the twentieth over, Tim Southy got a hat trick. Again, someone else who turned up just after I stopped picking him in the World Cup. Uh, he did all, well. You, you didn't pick him when he was doing all right at the start. Picked yeah. him. Maybe you're the reason that New Zealand didn't get to the final. P- perfect. I mean, if, if I knew, I knew there was a conspiracy. But if 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 I, you know, the New Zealand Test or New Zealand international side care that much about my fantasy game, then I'm obviously a bigger deal than I ever thought I was or ever should be. Quite. But is, is Bolt playing? I'm sorry. I realise I'm the one that's actually seen some scores, so I probably should. I would click on the score. But I know because Bolt didn't renew his contract, did he? He wants to take some time off, doesn't he? He's turned down his central contract. So he's not been picked for for this series. Which he's not been playing, no. I mean it's no. Adam Mill, Lockie Ferguson, James Nisham, Ishi, and Mitchell Santa, and obviously Tim Southey. And no, he's not playing. He's reason chosen to chase that. the money. Although, so did, Jimmy, so did Jimmy Neesham, by the way. You are. Hold on. So did Jimmy Neesham. And he's what, playing. turned down his central contract? Yep. Uh-huh. Well, I, I think they're just basically choosing their schedules. It's about spending more time at home with the family that like we discussed five minutes, ten minutes ago. Well, I think it's it's interesting when they talk about New Zealand with that, isn't it? Because a lot of the rugby players do similar things. So they don't, I think they re- realise that they don't pay the most money. As in, as a country to their sportsmen, they obviously live very good lifestyles. I'm not saying they don't, but, anyway. but you look at what a lot of the rugby stars do is they all they'll make their way for New Zealand, and then they'll go and have a year or two years, normally going playing Frampton, earn the mother load of money, and then go back and and work their way up through it again. And so, it, I think something that's and it's not kind of frowned upon. They just go, yeah, all right, 
we'll mm. see you back here in two years. And whether someone like Bolt is going to, obviously he played in the World Cup, but is he is he just picking and choosing when he wants to play as opposed to New Zealand? I'm system? sure there'll be a dialogue about it, won't there? Yeah. There, there'll, there'll be in, you know there will be series that they say, look, we'd really like to play X, Y, and Z. We don't mind if you miss A, B, and C type thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. And what's the so? In, did India actually win that? I still, they India won one nil up in a three. The the next T20 is on Tuesday or tomorrow. Big win or? Yeah, time? they got 195 and uh, bear with. 191 for six. Bold New Zealand out for 126. Oh right, so a massive win then. Right, Surya Kumar Yadav got it right, nailed it. Got 111 off 51 balls. Decent. But there's no Kohli playing in it either. They reckon those two get on really, really well. I watched, I think it was, it was either Nasser or Michael Atherton did an interview with Sky. And he was, they were talking about the the relationship that him and Coley have. And yeah, apparently Coley really, really rates him. You know, so mm. it probably helps if you're an Indian cricketer. If Coley's got so, you back, then you're probably going to do all right. Yeah, no Rohit Sharma, no Coley. Well, Rohit Sharma's a bit tired because Eugene played him in the final, didn't he? There was a third and fourth playoff. Come on, let's give me a break. But, but to be fair, the New Zealand team is everyone but uh, Bolt. Bolt, yeah, and they yeah. bought Adam Milne in. I did listen back to the last episode, and that bit did crack me up when you were talking about Eugene side that we'd picked for him. I really did enjoy that. If you've not listened to it, you really could should go back. Uh, it's an interesting uh, side, actually. Very good. Mm. Well, it, I mean, it'd be a cracking side. Just none of them were eligible. So there's a couple of series coming up. Firstly, have to say good luck to Josh De Silva, my man, who is going out to, well, the, they've got a three-test series, I think, in Australia, starting on the 28th of November. Josh, obviously, the keeper batsman from the West Indies, who did incredibly well against England. So very much looking forward to seeing how he's progressed over our summer. So, yeah, good luck to the West Indies out there against the... The dirty Aussies. But the most more important one, I guess, for us, we'll come on to what South Africa have got coming up in a minute, but the, the Pakistani, Pakistan versus England test series is, is coming up, isn't it? Some of the boys have been at the Singapore, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, Abu Dhabi. wasn't it? Verstappen obviously won. He seems a lovely chap though, after the race before. I think he's, I think he's one of the, yeah. one of the top notch fellas. Yeah, he's, he's, he didn't see, I mean, said no one. Some, Ever. some sports people are very much like that, aren't they? Like very, and I guess you need what, wankers. Selfish, well, you need to have that wanker streak about <laughs> you, I guess, to get to that level to be world. I think he's a different level. I mean, I've met some, yeah. I've met some wankers in my life, but I think he is. All right, you don't need to talk about me like that. Fucking hell, he's got you covered. All right, lovely, thank you. And you just mind it. Second nicest thing you've ever said about me, but obviously, yeah, Pakistan versus England series coming up. Three tests, I think. The squads. Oh, we should also say congratulations to John Lewis as well. John Lewis has become the, just been announced, hasn't he? He's the new lead head coach for England women. So John Lewis, ex-Gloucester, Surrey, England, fast bowler, really, really, really nice bloke. Been coaching her in and around the England set for a long time. I think more of a bowling coach than anything else. But yeah, he's now got the, the head coach of the women's side, which is fantastic. So England men's test squad, Stokes, Captain, Anderson, Brooke, Crawley, Duckett, Folks, Jacks, Jennings, Leach, Livingston, Overton, Jamie, Ollie Pope, Ollie Robinson, Joe Root, and Mark Wood. The big news from Pakistan is that 
Shaheen Shahrafridi, having obviously gotten that injury in the final, has also just had appendicitis. And he, he, there's a photo of him came out today having gone through his operation. So we're not sure if there's any lasting damage from his knee. Maybe this was booked in anyway, but it doesn't look like he'll be playing any part in the t- upcoming test series. I'm not sure you can book in appendicitis. Basically, they were going to do his knee, but then he said his stomach was hurting, so yeah. I found out that he's got appendicitis. They've yeah. whipped that out. Anyway, regardless, he's not going to be playing in the, the test series. He, he just yeah, it's the first, the first time England have played test cricket in Pakistan for, what, 15 years, 16 mm. years? Probably more. I think it was 17, is it? I think I remember. That no, could be something like that. But, I mean, it's good. It'll be interesting to see the. I mean, you look at the Pakistan. I've not seen a lot of Pakistan Test cricket. They've got some good bowlers, and certainly in one day cricket, I don't know whether they transfer over to um, the, the Test team. You look at some of the lads that played county championship cricket. Muhammad Abbas and people like that who've got bags full of wickets. So mm. I don't think it's going to be... Muhammad Abbas, that... not in the squad. Do you want me to... Right, got... right, okay, I'm going to have a crack now at going through their squad. Go on, please. Now, you know, some people would expect me to get this right. But, you know, Abrazam, Rizwan, Abdullah Shafiq, Abar Ahmed, Azar Ali, he can bat, Fahim Ashraf, Harris Ralph can bowl. Imam Ulhaq. Rate him. Doesn't seem to get anywhere near the T20. Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Nawaz, Muhammad Wasim Jr., Nassim Shah, who's still an exciting young prospect, Nauman Ali, Salman Ali Aga, Safraz Ahmed, who by now must be 85 years old, so he must be there too. So did he play in 1987? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Safraz Nawaz. Uh, Saud Shaquille, Sean Maksud, and Zahid Mahmood. Nailed it. Nailed it. I'm impressed with that. Good squad. What? what Good squad. Do any of them bowl spin? TBC. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, what, when, it, when we go to the subcontinent, England, are, other than Joe Root, are notoriously poor players of spin. But what I was going to say, with that Pakistan bowling attack, with... Harris Rao, the other young lad. The seam shot. Well, yeah, and people like that. They've got a very good seam attack. So it'll be interesting to see what type of pitches this has played on. Well, there's no um, Mohamed Abbas. So to me, it looks like... I mean, he's better in our conditions. I remember when he bowled at Lords years ago and they yeah. just they just absolutely wiped the floor with us. You'd imagine they'll go spin heavy. But when... Was it the Australia-Pakistan Test Series last year mm. or earlier this year? The pitches were flat. Yeah. Really Joe Rib must be must be absolutely looking forward to this. Yeah. yeah. He's aiming for a thousand runs in three tests. <laughs> him him in, Barbara Zam and Asi Valley or as he he them them three. Oh Mohammed Wasim Jr. He played in the T twenty World Cup. T twenty, yeah, he bowls quick yes, as well. They've got yes, they've got three or four good yeah, quick, young the, seamers. Three three good real good seamers. Obviously no Shaheen Sharafrini who would be playing. Who's the Who's the leg spinner who's an absolute gun? But I don't know if he's... Is he retired? Yazir Shah. Shut up, Khan. Who? Yazir Shah. He's not in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and obviously wasn't in the T20 side. So I don't know if Shut he's up, actually... Shut up, Khan's balls. Yeah. Shut up, Khan's not in the side. Or in the squad. 
Interesting. So, but obviously, Sean McSoon, who's come over, an unbelievable year for Derby, Derbyshire this year. Yeah. Uh, had a decent World Cup, although the, he kind of moved around the order a little bit. Obviously, Baba and Rizwan, class acts, rally class acts. So, yeah, I think, look, it'll be interesting. Um, because the England squad seems to be people that play spin. They seem to pick players that play spin well. But they've, they've picked, as an opening batter, they've picked Jennings, who's always played spin pretty well. They've yeah. picked Ben Duckett, again, who's sort of renowned. They've both, they've both had great years in the county championship. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And so, you'd say, again, Will Jack's done done really well in the county championship. So, but if you look at spinners-wise, they've only picked, well, what? Really, haven't they? They've only picked Leach. Leach and Root will be your second spinner, you'd think. Or Livingston. And Livingston, yeah. So... You don't expect those three to play. I, I think I think Root's a good spinner, and I think Livingston's a decent spinner. Oh, uh, yeah. I think Root's all right. <laughs> Root's a decent second spinner. I think Livingston's a... He's like a Michael Clark or a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's turning, he'll do a job. Hmm. So... Well... Right, okay, predictions then. Quickly, predictions for the three test series. Huge. England to beat Pakistan, Australia to beat West Indies, and Australia to beat South Africa. Right, we'll come on to that one in a minute. Okay, Robbo. How many tests is it in Australia, West Indies? Three, I think. Three. Australia, 3 0. Straight up. No, nothing again. I, I just think they're a mild, but they're a mild better team than the West Indies. As much as. I love watching the West Indies play cricket. I, I don't see how that West Indies team competes against Australia in Australia. I'm going to go purely on the fact that the wickets were obscenely flat last time. I'm going to go Pakistan one. Okay. You're getting two draws or weather related? No, two draws. I think Root, just because of the nature of the conditions, I think... The only thing will be that making me change that slightly or might change that is the fact that Basball and how positive England will try and be might suggest results cricket. The, how mm. flat the wickets were. I, I don't think England have got enough bowling. I, I, I just think... Do you remember you when I said them, quickly? Sorry? Do you remember when I said quickly? All right. 1-0 Pakistan. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to follow Robbo I think Australia I think will be 2-0 if not 3-0 although I think Josh is going to score 4,000 runs with his what a hell of a series yeah 3,000 more than Joe Root yeah and I think England I'm going to go England 2-1 I think there'll be three results I, I, I do I just think the way that England play cricket but I think if England win the first one, then they'll produce a Turner. And if England win that one, then they'll produce a real Turner for the third one. So I think there'll be three results. Okay. Australia, South Africa. Eugene. So straight after the West Indies uh, test series. Yeah. Was the Aussies taking on the South Africans in a three test series. In Australia. 17, in Australia, yeah. 17th of December, 25th of December, obviously 26th in Australia. but And then 3rd of, uh, 3rd of Jan. Followed by some one days, so usual usual summer cricket that's going on for South Africa. They, they won last time they were there, didn't they? Yeah. They did, I think. Was that was Faf and AB were just unbelievable, though, weren't they? I don't. I know Faf was. I can't remember if it was AB Villiers or not. I but, think, um, think AB was there. 
Talk, talking about the South African summer, obviously I'm, I'm going out there for a few weeks in January because we thought, so we, we will always, as we always do, base ourselves in either Durban or Cape Town. We, we thought that England, obviously with the three one-day matches that are going on late January, early February, we just assumed mm-hmm. that at least one would be in Cape Town. But two are play, being played in Bloemfontein and one in Kimberley. Can you do you know a bit more about that? Because apparently, is, is there some kind of South African T Twenty franchise tournament going on at the same time, which means that these games have been? I've heard rumours of some South African T Twenty tournament going on, which have meant that they've is had this... to shift the internationals to Bloom and Kimberley. Yeah, I mean, there's the IPL owned franchise teams, if you remember, that everybody went up for auction. So most of, in actual fact, I think a few of the England players are going to be over there, actually. So talking yeah. about this heavy schedule that they've got, they're still going to be playing cricket in sunny South Africa. So it's not that they want to get home to dark and stormy England. They'd rather go somewhere nice and si- so sunny and warm. Yeah, exactly. So I forget the name of it now, but yeah, there's a South African tournament with all of the franchises that happen to be owned by IPL owners, believe it or not. So I might be able to go to Newlands and watch some cricket regardless, of even if I'm not able to watch England. Okay. I'll have to do a bit of there's always um, cricket played in South Africa at this time of year. Well, at that time of year. Is, is the Australia-South Africa series in South Africa, or is that in Australia? Australia. In Australia. Okay. I mean, that in could Australia. be quite a good series. You, you, South Africa, over an up-and-down team, and that could be quite a good series. Well, they came here as the number one ranked test side in the world, didn't they? Yeah. And then obviously, you know, there was a good competitive series here. And then, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens over there. But I think two quite evenly matched teams. I think both sides have got brilliant bowling attacks. And then it, it's, I think those that series will be squarely decided on how the batters perform. There'll be only one batter that decides those series, or two batters that decide those. Smith. Steve Smith and, and, and Rassi Fender Dusson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if. Australian batting now relies, in certainly in longer format cricket, relies so much on him. I was having to think about this earlier, and not that I'm a massive part of the Steve Smith appreciation club. If you were picking one guy that's playing certainly Test cricket now, that will get into an all-time, will stand a chance of getting into an all-time eleven, it's only him. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Root would have a shout. No. The guy averages 58 or whatever which is it is. Up, which is up there. Which is which is up there with any, anyone of anything. Yes, there's a few guys that like Root averages just, well, around 50. Kane Williamson averages around 50. Coley averages 51, 52. Marnus, I can't say his second name, so. Well, not Labish- Yeah. Well, Labashane, if you're. Uh, Marnus the boy. Sounds all right, doesn't it? He's he, his stats. If you look at him, are, are pretty good. But I, I I can't think of I can't think of anyone. Yeah, I mean Joe Root gets in an all time England eleven probably, oh definitely. But Steve Smith, if you're looking in terms of world batters, I know Eugene's just doing some statistical looking up his stats, and it, and he scores runs in he scores runs everywhere. Yeah, absolutely everywhere. So for me, I, he's he's the best batter. When people talk about the big four, he is the best, certainly in test cricket. Do you remember when people best. used to talk about him as a leg spinner who came over to bat? When seven. he first came over in 2009, yeah. was it? Dreadful. Yeah. I mean, what, what a transformation has taken place over the last 
that was 2015, wasn't it? I think. No, before then, 2009, I think it was. Oh, was it? Yeah. So yeah. look, what, you know, he, look, he's a great cricketer. He's a great batsman. He, he you know, he, no one can argue with that. What we should say at this point is, anybody listening to this, please like, please subscribe to the podcast. Look, that doesn't mean anything other than you get notifications when a new episode comes out. We're three pretty hilarious blokes. And despite what the cricket draft will tell you, we we do know a little bit about the game. We think. We think. and I, I think. Maybe just I think. But also please leave a review on Apple or wherever. Just to It really helps us. And also share it with people you think might also. Anyway, on to the lighter bit towards the back end. We found out that Bovril is definitely a drink, unless you're South African. It was a drink. We know it definitely was a drink. The picture you put in the group is from, at most recent, 1993. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All of the South Africans who listen to the podcast have vehemently defended the fact that it's for toast, which I love, and we love the engagement and this, that, and the other. But, yeah, it, it's more people said it's a drink. So, you know, me, maybe I'm going to have to buy some and try it on toast and see how it goes. I think I think I will do that. Next, you're going to say Veggie might have drink too. No, no, absolutely not. Sure, that would be ridiculous. You can you can buy it on Amazon. I might get some. Well, Bovril, Ace. You can buy it in a supermarket. Can you get me one? Beef extract, Bovril beef extract paste. But there is you can buy the Bovril beef flavored drink. Yeah, on Amazon. I mean, is it like? I mean, people think coffee is expensive. (laughs) This shit. If it is gravy, then they've got questions to answer. (laughs) Twelve pound. Twelve pound for a four hundred and fifty gram tub of gravy is some going. I reckon the large tub of of the bovril that goes on toast, not the, the not the gravy, is I think four pound fifty, and it lasts four pound sixty five from Waitrose. Waitrose, darling. Depends how beefy you want your toast. Really huge, I guess, as how long it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me over a month. Put it that way. Oh well, okay. Um, well, I might go and search some of that out for his Robert next time in. in uh, it's, it goes down to twelve pound on eBay. You have um, to bid on yeah. eBay. I wonder if it's real, second hand. <laughs> it's just like a kid's drawn on it, yeah. and it's bisto. <laughs> yeah. or, or or it's full of gold leaf, which might be the kind of premium version. So now, those of you who listened to the last episode will remember me talking about Vimto as like perfectly mixed, unbelievable on a 38-degree day that, day that we had against Autal Bryden. I confirmed it with their chairman, who was there at uh, awards on, on Saturday. It was at Autal Bryden. Now, through a contact... But that was a great chat. Oh, it was, yeah. Good old Gareth. Now, through a contact, gents, we may have found... Well, well we have found... I think he's the owner of Vimto. So what I'm now trying to source... Is some free Vimto. Now that might, great no, prizes, great prizes for our listeners, and obviously no, us. To no, 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 great no. Prizes. It'll be hey, if they send us some free Vimto, we will have to drink some on air each, all of us. Tell now, you what, I'm going to find the owner of Bovril. I'm going to make sure you guys are eating toast. That's fine. We we're not adverse to that, but um, I might be able to secure us some free Vimto. Now, no promises, but leave it with me. Because this excited. Guy, I've never had Vimto before. This this stuff is magical. I'm telling you now, you can have it hot, you can have it cold, you can have it wet, you can have it it's probably not dry, but you can you know, it's unbelievable this stuff. Dehydrated Vimto. Love it. 
Hey, so you want to get, get Hessen Blumenthal on the pod? He could probably do dehydrated Vimto. You know, they used to do Vimto ice lollies as well. Those things were fucking unbelievable. Anyway, <clears throat> finally, the two things that we want to talk about: two two of our friends that have been on the pod, Luke Fletcher of Knots and John Simpson of Middlesex, have both been awarded testimonial years in 2023. Two brilliant, brilliant fellas. There's going to be loads of events going on for for both of them. Both richly deserved. I think you've got a. Like, I think they've both been at the club like their respective clubs like 15, 16 years now. So both thoroughly deserved their testimonial years. I'm helping Luke out. I'm on his committee. I'm maybe doing a couple of little bits for John as well. But we will talk to you and, and let you know about events that they've got. They're both going to come on and talk about the testimonial years, how excited they are about it, so on and so forth. And so yeah, if you can support those guys in any way, we'll probably take slogging at tables at a couple of them if you're either up in in knots. Luke's actually going to do a, a big event at Lords as well, I think. So we'll be in London doing these things. Um, so we'll get you involved and we'll let you know how you can get involved in them. We will be back to you in the next couple of days about how you can get invo- involved with the balloon debate. That's the dinner at Lords that Eugene and I will be at. Simon's unfortunately away that night. But yeah, we will be talking to you more about the Australia West Indies series. There's the England Pakistan series. And then there's the Australia South Africa series following that. And yeah. Gents, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Luckily, I, I, the, the thing that I found has given me most about tonight is that we found out, well, we don't think Sam Curran fingered a koala. You know? And if, if, if he did and got if away... If anyone has any corporate evidence of this, yeah, then if, uh, he's send it to info at slogging it. <laughs> if you did, did it and got away with it, then quite frankly, fair fucks to you. It's so wrong, it's funny. It is, it is, it is funny. And our listeners will get it because they know what buffoons we are. But yeah, guys, until next time, uh, gents, it's been a pleasure to sit with you for an hour as it always is. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you again soon. Ta da. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.